sex, fucking, dating, and love. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment. If you're unlucky and love, seek treatment. If you just can't take a hit, we'll seek treatment. With Kat and Pat. Hey. It's Kitty Cat Cappuccino and Pissy Pat Poopirino. And how about me just saying it's Pat Regan? Just that today. Whoa. Yeah, not. Whoa. I don't feel the need to like try to invent some like clever yeah. way to introduce myself anymore. And that's right. what's really beautiful. And that's what comes with age. And that's what comes with being 32 years old. It seems like you've done the artist's way lately or something. Yeah. The way you're being, you're owning yourself. I'm definitely owning myself in a huge way. And I feel nothing like the young closeted boy who almost told his entire one-on-one improv class his name was Owen for no reason. Oh my God. You, you know, you well, you know, I'm working on an amazing, amazing script with a character that's obviously you, and I'm calling him Owen so far. Oh, good, because that will yeah. ring closely with me set because of um, my middle name. When you're trying to get in character. I'm trying to get in character. I'll just connect with my middle name. I'm suffering from, like, the very unique feeling of, like, being an actress who wants to be an actress, but who doesn't want to make a self-tape. Right oh, now, yeah. Today. I had to make a self-tape two nights ago. Is there anything that can make you feel more sexless? Worse, just like <laughs> a... It makes you feel like a... P- Absolutely neutered. <laughs> it makes you feel neutered, like you're <laughs> literally in a scientist's lab, and the scientist is literally being so cruel towards you and, like, making you run all these stupid little tests and you're trying to guess mousy on the wheel i had a dream this is obviously really boring where i was using tiny little mice um instead of band-aids tiny little mice like kind of to put over your cuts and stuff yeah i was like taping little mice to myself and how did did that work did that kind of that kind of close the wound we cauterized the wound (laughs) i wonder what um (laughs) That means to use mice instead of band-aids in a dream. Yeah, if you guys definitely know. Oh, wait, also, I have, well, I have actually two things to plug. This amazing girl read, offered to read my tarot on Instagram, and it was actually so pleasant. Oh, really? Wait, there's a girl that we talked about in an episode a long time ago. Who like, I know, we got to reach out to that girl because she messaged me too, and we got to get that girl on the Yeah, pod. if you're that girl, I'm we gonna, still think about you every single second. And no, 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 I literally was, me- I was messaging with that girl recently, and I was like, we still want you, girly. And so I need to get um, hot producer Ali Son. To kind of go for that, I would love. Um, do you know what I would love? What would you? Love? I would love um, a dream expert to come on the pod. <gasps> if you're a dream want, expert, please God, come on the pod. I want a dream expert to tell me what it means to have consensual consensual shower sex with a serial killer that's trying to kill you in your dream. <laughs> um, now, secondly, you wait. Know can what I, I say one more thing? Yeah. I feel bad if I don't plug the girl who wrote my tarot. Oh yeah, her plug handles, her. I am. I am Naomi Stella, and she did a audio tarot reading she's a beautiful kind of um from my love from what i've studied on love island it sounds like almost a northern english accent i'm not totally sure but she's a beautiful wow interesting and the second thing and i know this is annoying but the second thing i want to talk about is rude mouth wine this amazing girl named ava reached out to me and said i'm starting this thing called rude mouth wine where i um suggest and send natural wines to people and i was like i want to know about that and she sent me three gorgeous bottles of wine i just want to shout check out rude mouth on instagram one was a pinot noir which i adored one um was kind of like a fuzzy fizzy pet nut which i liked and then one was like a cloudy orange which is my favorite um so just check that out okay now i'm done being i don't i really didn't mean to be such a business bitch up top but i just like actually liked those things yeah you have to um you said you had something to say though i did i have had something to say since just before we started recording when i um had a memory that i unlocked 
And the, the way that I unlocked this, this specific memory is because I was dealing with a famous software program called QuickTime. And mm. just to save some uh, time and energy, I was actually shortening it to QT. And mm-hmm. that made me think of, remember, like, your, like the main screen name to do was, like, QT. Like, everyone mm-hmm. had to be something QT. I do remember that. I mean, I still, my boyfriend and I call each other QT. Oh, wow. Kind of like an um, aughts couple. We're um, an aughts couple. I had a cousin who changed her screen name truly every week, and it was always like teeny bikini, but spelled with like threes instead of E's. You know what I mean? That's that's like what hot girls did. Yeah, she was a hot girl. And, she was a hot girl. And I celebrate that for her. You seem like you're in a good mood today. I'm in a good mood just because I'm like actually awake for once. I woke up at 11. It's noon. Oh. Why so you know what I? happened to me? What? Well, I took a Benadryl last night because I've been sneezy, a little like sneezy, uh-huh. and I literally, you, I was like in a coma when I woke up. Oh, I love that though. I love to just feel mm. absolutely almost dead, so close to being dead, but just barely alive. Your viral tweet about that was so funny. Congratulations. Oh, I know. Thank you. And then like someone was like, <laughs> you can't have a tweet with more than like, okay, now I'm absolutely. Yeah. I mean, people are so, so bored right now that they're dying to ruin everyone's life. I tweeted something about like, um, well, so I, so for that specific tweet, someone was like, just so you guys know, this is suicidal ideation and this person's in serious need of help, not retweets and likes. And I was <laughs> like, okay, I'm actually in need of both. I'm in need of serious help and retweets and likes. And those things are not mutually exclusive. <laughs> And this tweet never operated under the pretense of not being suicidal ideation. Like, you're not, you're not kind of. Uh, yeah, don't tell me I haven't been suicidal. <laughs> yeah. And then secondly, yeah, I don't know. I tweeted something about, like, like for me, from my personal experience, if I Uber to somewhere, it's me being okay. really lazy. And for me, when I Uber home from somewhere, that's, like, ultimately self-care. And then people were like, oh, so you think I shouldn't be allowed to go to work since I can't take the train? And I'm like, no, no, I don't actually think that. I actually don't believe that you think I think that. Wait, what? What were they mad about? They were mad that I said that, like, if you Uber to a place, then it's kind of like poor time management, lazy, like you're indulgent, like all this stuff. But when Mm. you Uber home from a place, it's like the safer option. It's self-care. It's like treating yourself kindly for once. And um, people were like, I actually am unable to take trains. So I guess you're saying that I'm not allowed to work and like feed my kids. Yes, that's what you were saying. That's exactly what you were saying. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, you were saying this random person (laughs) I don't know shouldn't be able to feed their kids. Yeah, It's really crazy. You know, for people like that, I'm like, okay, if you need to do that in my space that I provided... Go ahead. Do that in my space. I'm considering not being extremely online in the near future. I've actually been much less online, if you can even believe it. Yeah, I think I might like. I think I might enjoy being not online. I don't have Twitter on Insta on my phone. I like download them when I need to post. Yeah, but the thing about that is, I just go on the Twitter um, mobile website. Yeah, Twitter can be good, like for news. I'm like, what's everyone saying about this? But yeah. Ultimately, it's well, like for me, when I watch a TV show, I need to know kind of like. Mm. what the deal is what what all the randos are saying about it you know what i meant to tell you so i'm staying at this family friend's house in the hamptons and i was kind of you know when you're in a news space you like anything's fair game on tv like you don't know what, yeah. what kind of tv girl you're gonna be that's how and i started I saw, watching that's how i started watching shark tank exactly yeah and i saw that um they were logged into hulu and real housewives of new york city was an option oh wow and i thought wow like those are i'm friendly with them but yeah. i don't watch it a lot you are friendly and with I, them because you know about the, you know about the couple that's poly with her kids meaning alex mccord and uh, simon <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well I, so I, yeah i watched it in the vintage season when it was like on my parents tv like channel 42 or whatever yeah for but me it was now, 44 but okay 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 
So anyways, I watched an episode and I wanted to talk to you about it because... Yeah, we actually should unpack that. Which episode did you watch? So I just wa- I watched, I would say, like half of it. And it was the big... It was the f- I, I think it might have been the first episode of the most recent season. It's like Luann is coming back from rehab a second time. Yeah. Sonia... Or not Sonia. Yeah, Sonia is like, um, I lost some weight because I haven't been drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's not so so, so far you're talking about the beginning of every single season. is like Sonia <laughs> claiming she hasn't been drinking. <laughs> Luann coming back from like her 19th like right. stint. And, and then, let um, me ask this. Was Bethany in it? Was Bethany Beth- in it? Yeah. And Bethany's boyfriend has just died. Okay, so that was two seasons ago. So in this episode, um, Sonia has this, this – this is the part I want to talk to you about. Sonia has, like, a, a gay friend who, like, meets her in Central Park to go on a walk. Oh, <laughs> wait. You mean Dorinda? No, Dorinda has this gay friend. Sorry. I mean Dorinda. Yeah. And do you know something about that gay friend whose name is Luke? What? He is now canonically Dorinda's gay. He belongs to Dorinda. And – but – he got his start as Caroline Stanberry's gay, as her makeup person on Ladies of London, my favorite show that no one ever talks about. And Caroline oh Stanberry is an absolute queen, and she had to move to Dubai. I don't know why. But she's um, she's like 43, and she just got married to a 26-year-old soccer player. Oh, hot. Yeah. So anyways, I, sorry, I was wrong. Dorinda. So I don't know why this is so funny to me, but she's like in Central Park, and the gay walks up to her. And he goes... <laughs> He's like, I knew who was you. Who else would be wearing glasses in the park? <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that. That to me, that gay. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> that, that, that gay is one of the only housewife gays who I actually feel like I connect with. Do you know what I mean? Right, so, so I'm really disappointed funny. to hear he said a sentence like that because that's something that one of the other gays would say. You know what I mean? Well, I loved it. I thought it was amazing. He said something else, too, that was funny that he was like, uh, but I can't remember. The, the gla- who else would be wearing glasses in the park? Was like, <laughs> it's really it was an amazing line. I'm Anyways. a little bit in love with him some days. I didn't know I'd be I'd be like connecting with you. So well, he's just re- he's just really connected to my past again because he started out in Ladies, Ladies of London, London, which is yeah. which is a show I feel so deeply connected to because um, because like no one really watches it except for me. Right. And Bravo doesn't support it. Like Bravo does not support that show enough, and now it like won't bring it back. You should watch that. You would actually love it. I would love what? Le- oh wait. You would love Ladies of London. I'm sure I w- I'm sure I would. I need to watch Yeah, oh you know last night we watched The Shining. Oh, did you know that I've never seen that and I've never read it and I was supposed to read it for summer reading one time and my mom was like, is that the book where they keep saying red rum? And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, n- no, I think, but I just like wasn't reading it cuz I was lazy. And she's like, mm-hmm. "Well, if you read it, you should know." And I was like, yeah, it is that book. And then she was like, if it's too scary and that's why you're not reading it, then you really should just choose another book. And I was like, I'm not reading it. I'm not not reading it because it's scary. I'm not not (laughs) not reading it because I don't enjoy the art of reading it at this particular Mm -hmm. moment of my life. Of course. Have you ever been scared by a book? Yeah, I used to read like I would sometimes get a little spooked by I I was, you know what, what I was a fiend for growing up. Um was the Hardy Boys twins and like looking back the Hardy the Hardy Boys books they weren't twins but looking back I was like definitely aroused by them just this idea like every once in a while they'd like make out the girl in the book and I'd be like mm. and their pictures would be on the cover kind of a sketched picture of a very like just kind of generic human being and I'd be like oh god a teenaged man that's so yeah that kind of reminds me of like your infatuation with like 80s kind of frat boy porn I love 80s porn 
But I asked you if you've been scared, not horny. Oh, that wasn't. Oh, yeah. So I sometimes was scared <laughs> of Hardy Boys because they would kind of get themselves into scrapes. Sometimes. Into pickles? Would they get into pickles? Yeah. I when also read this book. The, you know, there was this person named Christopher Pike, who I, which I'm sure is a pseudonym. But um, he actually wrote these books, like scary books that I would read growing up. And one was called Chain Letter. There was Chain Letter and Chain Letter 2. And mm. it was about a group of friends who, like, there was a chain letter that like they had to like kill each other kind of according to the chain letter oh, and they had to figure scary. out who was they had to figure out who was kind of behind it and um and there was sex in that book too which was really hot <laughs> but also it was oh, scary sex is so hot yes but sex in a book when you're young it's like it's, <laughs> it's kind absolutely of, crazy. it's kind of a little life hack because you're not really allowed to watch like things with right. sex so when you read it's like feels like oh my god there's no way anyone could ever know that i'm reading about sex right now like a nasty little slut yeah Oh, yeah, I remember, um, I think the Gossip Girl books, I read those, and they had some sexy stuff. Yeah. Like Blair losing her virginity, and that kind of thing. Cool. It is cool. Um. You know what's about me? Wait, first of all, um, <laughs> first of all, we have a new president. <laughs> 40 minutes in. <laughs> After talking about two years old episode of Real Housewives, we now about the president. Wait, 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 new president. I want to say this. I want to say this without. I really am kind of lacking words right now. But what I want to say is that I, I have my period for the first time. I think since. Um, I don't think I had my period the whole time Trump was in office. Is what I want to say. Oh really? Well, everyone knows I have a hormone disorder. I have polycystic ovarian syndrome, and so my periods are very irregular. On top of that, I'm on a birth control, so everything's kind of locked up there. But literally, when Biden was inaugurated, I started free bleeding. Oh, wow. You know... Let, let freedom ring, I said to no one. <laughs> it was... You know, I never, as a, uh, a kid, understood. I, it, was, it always came as a surprise to me that you that the that you, it's called having your period. That that's like the verb there. Mm, I have it. To... I have my period right now. Well, it's almost like you're losing it when you, when you have it. Right. Or it's you're like. You're losing blood, but you're having your period. Something's off there. Yeah. Yeah. Something's off there. I, I'll always remember, like, because I didn't have any sisters growing up. I didn't really know very much about periods. And one time at a lunch table with all the track kids, including the girls. Thank you. Um, someone said something about periods I didn't understand. And I like betrayed somehow that I didn't understand it and my friend said why are you always trying to pretend you don't know things about periods Whoa. and I was like I'm not pretending I don't know things about periods I don't know things about periods and he was Whoa. mad for some reason my friend was really mad at me for some reason your friend is like a feminist icon my friend no it wasn't about that he I think he was envy like I don't know what he thought I was making some kind of power play by not knowing. You know when, when you're in high school, like, everyone thinks everyone's lying for no. It's like, why would I lie about this? Anyways. Totally. Anyways, I'm so excited for a goth. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the last thing I'll ever say is that my period isn't, I feel like it hasn't, re, it's not really full yet. It's kind of, like, gently starting, and I want it to really come in. So I'm going to send that energy into the universe. Make me bleed. Oh, my okay. God. Um, we are true. I'm so excited truth. for a goth today. It's crazy. It's beyond. It's beyond. It's and crazy. I know the fans are excited, too, because we got a lot. Of good vibes in the comments. Um, Pat, do you want to do the introduction? Do you want to do the honors? Absolutely. Um, you know this girl from Drag Race season twelve, from performing all around New York City, from their girl group Stephanie's Child. Please welcome to the stage, the virtual stage. Thank you, Jan Sport. 
Hi guys. Hi Jan. Jan. Oh my god, you did not have to put on a full face for us. Jan, you look fucking amazing. You look gorgeous. Thank you. Uh, for everyone listening at home, I am wigless, outfitless, but in a full face. And <laughs> and you, you know what you're giving? Okay, you're absolutely copying Joey J to hell right now. I was going to say, this is my Joey J fantasy, which is ultimately mine as well. <laughs> this is how I started oh. doing drag. And so I totally oh, really? get it. Yeah, I started doing drag as Kris Jenner. And so it's, it's just <gasps> oh. very that to me. Oh my God, that's heaven. Jan, you know, when I first heard, I mean, when I first heard about you, I remember because I, I had seen something with Stephanie's child and I was like, that's so fucking amazing. And I thought Jan Sport is the best drag name I've ever heard in my life. Thank you it evokes, so much. It's like so, it's so seek treatment approved too because it's so about like nostalgia and childhood and like those little things that just make life worth living. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. You guys, I'm so gagged that I'm doing this with you guys right now. This is so much fun. I like, I'm, I, I, I love you guys so much. Having no. me come on and do this with y'all is such an honor for me. I'm gagged. Oh so, my God. Likewise. We're I'm, honored to have you. Thanks. Oh my God. Also, my main question is how do you post so many new looks every day? <laughs> my skin <laughs> is done. That's why I'm yeah. in face right now. I, cause I ultimately decided to take the inauguration off and I I empower you to do that <laughs> thank you I was like Jojo Siwa comes out I take off a day of drag and wait Jojo so, Siwa came out oh wait Joe Siwa came out oh my god do you have do you have you the buried application the, you, you buried the, the lead by talking TikTok? about no mm, we don't do that oh I actually just have the application I actually just have the application but I don't I haven't used it yet I haven't okay. done, I haven't dove in it I do think it is the future of the way and Ultimately, Jojo Siwa did come out yesterday on TikTok on the same day as the inauguration. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and like, Feel the thunder. It was Wait. planned. What, was it kind of a moment of like, we are all free today. And finally, mm-hmm. I am free to say that I'm out. Is yes. She, can I ask what she's out as? Unclear. We I just love know that. she just did lip sync to Born This Way and kind of was like, this is me. Oh, my God. Oh. Wow, is... so she's, just, she's out. She's gen- generically out. Maybe yes. she's just... <laughs> <laughs> I want to come generically out. Like, I wonder yeah, if here. she's bi or what. I wonder what Jojo Siwa is these days. I, well, we like... only learned what Jojo Siwa is in general, like, recently. Like, I didn't. I don't know about Dance Moms. I didn't know about her culture. Like, yeah. like what's... Sure. But I've known about it for a long time And because I've watched her on Drag, on, on drag Race And I, I watched her on <laughs> Dance Moms The famous kind of um, companion piece to Drag Race And Starter uh, yeah, Pack And so it was so strange to watch her transition And now it's interesting that she's like 17, 18 years old Because I do truly think of her as an 11 year old And her brand is very much like I'm 11, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right She's by and eleven, and it's great. She's coming out by and eleven. My boyfriend's <laughs> um, niece like likes JoJo Siwa, but like, you know, when like a kid, it's like only one thing. You, you only know one thing about a kid. Ultimately, mm-hmm. like you can only really know one thing about your boyfriend's niece. And so, like, my thing I know about her is that she. <laughs> <laughs> my thing I know about her is that she likes JoJo Siwa, and so like, you know, when like you hear yourself like, it just it become a point like. I would try to talk to her, and it got to a point where she's, like, five, but she would look at me like, can we, like, not talk about JoJo Siwa for yeah. one second? Like, you fucking freak. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to, like, practice not talking about her so much. 
<laughs> for his boyfriend's niece's sake yeah. <laughs> exactly with, with the utmost respect to his boyfriend's niece right 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 we believe okay, the children Jen, are how are you future. feeling today ultimately i'm i'm feeling pretty good today feeling light and bright and i guess that's where i'm at today yeah I had many epiphanies yesterday <gasps> and um i took a shot and had many epiphanies oh and my God. i uh but yeah yesterday felt really good to like just be to, to, to do other things and not have to deal with trump so, yeah truly it was a good it was really good vibes yesterday well, just quickly when you said shot it made me remember my mom is obsessed with my mom keeps only calling the covid vaccine the shot so she'll always be like, she'll be like, you know, Mrs. Brown's going to get the shot. She's going to get the shot. She's on the list. Like, okay. Like, no one's calling it the shot. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what is wrong with you, girl? That so that's what they're that saying like, in mainline news. Yeah. Oh my God, it's called the shot. Yeah. We're rolling out what, the what shot. What did you take a shot of? Um, Vodka. Oh, cool. That's kind of an interesting choice. You know, it's usually for me when I think shots, I think, okay, tequila or whiskey. Sure. I'm from New Jersey, so we do things a little bit differently. It's just literally <laughs> what's around, and vodka was around. <laughs> Wait, where that. in Jersey? Can I ask? Yeah, I'm from Central Jersey. Okay, cool. That's the main kind of Jersey that I um kind of know about. I think it's it's the most beautiful part. Sometimes everywhere feels like Central Jersey. You know what I mean? One thousand percent. Either people really acknowledge it that it is the best part of about New Jersey, or mm-hmm. people just like to say that it doesn't exist, and. I know that it exists because I live in a, <laughs> I lived in a county called Middlesex, and I'm like I am in the middle of the state. Wow. I, I yes, I am in the middle of the state, and I do have sex. Yeah, and I'm always in the oh, middle yeah. of sex. Sometimes. And on this podcast, we think sex is hot. And this podcast, we celebrate the uh, the famous act of sex. Whatever way it. you do it, do it. Um, wait. <laughs> And whatever way you, if you don't want to do it, don't. I am going to come out on TikTok and say that I do have sex as well. So that's oh, wow. exciting for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're, but by coming out as having sex, you're just going to post a video of you lip syncing born this way and say like, this is me. And, and, and it's we're like, supposed, <laughs> and we're supposed to all glean from that, that you do have sex. And people will so think wait, I am verse under the umbrella term, which is exciting for me. <laughs> yeah. Wait, are Shan, you? are you in New York right now? I are am. you verse? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so we, we ask every guest, are you in New York right now and are you verse? Yeah, our new, se- <laughs> our new segment. <laughs> I, am, I am in New York right now and I'm verse like once a year. Like it's not, <laughs> it's, it's not a special, it is a special occasion, but it's also like, I'll do it. Like I'll yeah, try. Yeah. Wait, so yeah. what's your normal then? What's your normal? B. Cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. similar. I'm similar in that I'm similar way. too. We're all three three Bs. <laughs> once a year, you absolutely peg Brian to hell. I know. But I, I put my thumb um, in Brian's in my lover's hole. Okay, recently. that's verse. He said he said I should have like made it more like I should have like licked my thumb first because he said it was a little bit uncomfortable. Okay, sure. Thumbing. Okay, lately, honestly, lately. No, sorry, Jan. This is what you need to know. Lately, Pat is like sex is like. Kink shaming me on the podcast. No, I'm not. I'm not shaming on the podcast. I think that if I was going Thank to Thank you for finish, catching me up. If I, <laughs> if I was going to be, and I literally celebrate your choice, it's an interesting choice to me because if I was going to penetrate my heterosexual boyfriend with a finger, I don't know oh, if yeah. I would go oh, thumb. Yeah. I don't know that. Like, thumb to me is that like nursery rhyme of like stuck in his thumb and pulled out a plum. <laughs> it's like, what is that? What does that mean? You know what I mean? So no, to I, take I, your I thumb actually, in a butt is very to me like. No, I'm actually like. 
I'm actually <laughs> feeling so crazy because I only did them because I was at an, an angle. I was at an angle to do thumb. Like, cause I was, I want to say this as politely as possible. I was sucking his fucking cock. <laughs> <laughs> while laying down and like for some reason the angle was like i couldn't get any of the other four girls in so i was like i'm gonna go for the classic the nursery rhyme staple of thumb the tale as old as time i was gonna say like you must have been in some really hot position to have been only able to access his asshole with a thumb and that's 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 fun i'm here to kink bless you right now and say that's thank you now we're we're balanced out okay now we're now we're now now kink neutral i'm kink yeah i'm kink shame uh jana's kink bless and your kink uh verse catherine and are you guys in new york and do you use only thumb and do i use what only thumb thumb. Uh, i i have never used thumb and that's mm-hmm. not something I believe in. I don't believe God believes in that. I think that yeah, God, God only believes in index disgusting. finger. Because um, even thumb, when you're doing normal, like thumb is kind of would always be the last one to go in. Or thumb is really only essentially getting play. Or the you're, first. Once thumb you're, can be the first. Once your thumb is in, it's like, okay, now I'm fisting at this point. But um, but no. I know someone who fisted someone. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> and we all know him. And everyone who listens to this podcast knows who the person is. Oh, really? Yeah. And um, Have you been fisted? I've, I've never been fisted. I couldn't be fisted, I don't think. I don't think I could Same. I can barely. I can barely... There's this I can barely fit a thumb up we all, there. <laughs> we all pause for 10 minutes to like envision what it would be like. And then we're like, yeah, I couldn't do that. Oh okay, so. <laughs> There's this porn star called, oh, whatever. I don't talk about it. But um, <laughs> what was I going to say? What were we just talking about? We're so shy. What were we just talking about? Jan asked if we were in, um, oh, yes. I'm in New York and if we only use thumb. I am in Bushwick, Brooklyn, and I don't use thumb. I am in <laughs> the Hamptons, and I only use thumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting. Wait, are you, no. do you are you a Manhattan girl, Jan? I am a Manhattan girl. Mm-hmm. I could tell. Yeah. <laughs> are you up? Are you uptown, downtown? I'm I'm in Hell's Kitchen. I knew it. So I, I don't even heart of the city. <laughs> Honestly, it is kind of a shit show right now because everything it's just sad to like well, I act as if I'm walking around right now in Hell's Kitchen, parading around, um, right. but I'm not. And um, it's just sad because none of the bars are open. And like, oh. I mean, obviously everything that we're going through in quarantine, I'm telling you this as if this is something new that you don't know. I but don't know. I'm, it's just, it's crazy. Um, but I yeah. do love it. It is the heart of the city and I'm excited for it to thrive again in the summer. The when, we all times, get the shot. when we all get the shot. When we all get the shot. <laughs> when we get, finally get herd immunity from the shot. Um, I have been in the few times I've been in Manhattan the last like 10 months it's been it has been so eerie like how it's just like empty kind of yeah Brooklyn doesn't feel as empty yeah you know what I love about Hell's Kitchen is like randomly like 10th and like 50th like it's really like gorgeous around there yeah 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 yeah, it give, it starts to. We're both like desperate to really, help you off really this neighbor, ledge. It's really neat. <laughs> there's a lot of margaritas over there. Like it yeah. just feels like home. That's funny that when you say that because when I think of Hell's Kitchen, I do think of margaritas for some reason. I think of yeah, I think of Thai food like outside. Oh, with a mar- with well, with a margarita, <laughs> right? From one place to another, they just let you kind of go. Wait, no. So Jen, who are you? Wait, wait. First, I want to first, I want to okay, know sorry. this. First, I want to know this. Jen, you're partnered, right? Are you partnered? I am. Cool. And how long have you been? We have been partnered for almost three years now. Oh wow! I think, like, are you O or C? We're C. 
<laughs> we are C, but I, I love the show, The OC. Um, we are we are C, and yeah, it's been like three years. That's a long time. What's their deal? Yeah. What are they all about? How'd you meet? So he, okay, so he's an actor, um, very much my vibe, musical theater, very mm-hmm. what I used to do as well. Mm-hmm. And I used to host a show at Therapy Bar, RIP, called- <gasps> Oh my God. I know, called You Tried It That's Tuesdays. So and he and it was like a singing competition where I would have a different um, we would like do a different artist music every week. And he was the very first contestant on the very first night. Oh my and I God. was like, he's really cute. He knew my sister Laguna Blue. And I was like, oh, I saw him in his I saw him on Laguna Story. And I was like, I want him to come sing in the show because he's really cute. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, OK. And so he just did the show we went to industry across the street after closed it down and then just kind of kept on talking and then we made it we made it official in june i have a question so it's like when you do a show and there's a cute boy it's like is it hard or easy to like flirt with a cute boy after a drag show do you know ultimately it's hard on stage oh no it's easy on stage because it's like you kind of have the mic you have the power but then afterwards you're like this is the real me and it's like a yeah. Demi Lovato yeah. camp rock moment and that is the most vulnerable and yeah. but it's yeah. like do you fun. like take off your camp you take off your makeup and you're like shivering and you're like I'm gonna show you something camp rock is camp rock is famously an allegory for trying to hook up after your drag show yes <laughs> it's it's very Shailene Woodley like oh my rubbing, like like Debbie Ryan like ear to like hand to ear pulling my hair back behind it when I have no wig on being like this is me and like <laughs> Right, because also you look you look so different too. Like when you're in drag, than your normal self. Like I would imagine it's like tricky to try to kind of navigate that in a flirtatious kind of situation. Well, the other thing too is I don't have eyebrows, and so when I don't have makeup on, I look nuts. Oh, (laughs) like congratulations! I look crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So, so I it is honey. Look at me, me too. Without makeup, nuts. We're no, laughing, laughing, she's laughing. so gorgeous. She's I'm so giving beautiful. you pure. I'm giving you pure. There is a girl. Right I just now. want to interrupt really quickly. To say there's a girl on the Bachelor right now, Victoria, who Queen have, Victoria, Queen Victoria. I haven't. Yes! Oh, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen the most recent episode, so no one's saying anything. But Won't um, spoil. But it's so kind of interesting. And for all of Victoria's quirks, I do think it's interesting and refreshing that she like staunchly doesn't wear makeup. You know what I mean? I think that's she's like taking cool. a stand. She is yeah. the Alicia Keys of she's, that cast. Yeah, she's the Alicia Keys of the cast. <laughs> I gotta look her up now. I only watched the um, pilot. Do they call it that when it's reality TV? Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do call it that. No, no, they, but they don't call it when it's the first episode of a new season. That obviously isn't a pilot, and that isn't even a pilot in, in the scripted I don't space. No, that's well, obviously pilot. You... Pilot Pete was last season, and so this is now. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria Larson. Okay, let's see. What's she all about? I watched her amazing entrance. Um, you would like she, her. Uh, her entrance was so funny. My friend, She's chaotic good. Yeah, yeah. My, you know, I was after the second episode. I was a little frustrated because I was like, "This is just too produced. Like, this does not even feel like a real person." And not even that she is necessarily completely unreal, but like the fact that he would give her a rose. I was like, "I don't. 
Mm, I don't yeah. in my heart of hearts believe that. Of no. course. But I was talking to my friend about it. Aaron, shout out to Aaron Jackson, kind of friend of the podcast. And friend he's, of the oh, board. I love Aaron. He's so funny. So funny. And he, I saw the most recent episode. I didn't, but he said that I should expect to see new layers of her. So I'm kind of excited to see what's kind of going on under the hood. I love there. when I'm about to see yeah. new layers of Victoria. <laughs> yeah. Um, wait, so Jan, do you, you, do you shave your eyebrows and then like, you just don't let them grow back because it's easier for drag? Yeah, it gives me like a really good finish and it just like looks better to me in person. And I never really could get with the, oh, well, okay. So I, I had, there's like Prozade, which is yeah. a like liquid adhesive to like basically cover your brows. Yeah. And I had an allergic reaction to it oh. for like a month and I was like, it's fine. I'm always in drag anyways. It's like, no one's going to see. And it was just like, it was burning. And I was like, I'm ultimately just uh. going to shave off my eyebrows because it's just going to make sense for what what I do and it's, make me happier as a human being and maybe I'll just look like a fucking you know ridiculous toe yeah it's gonna be fine I'm still getting fucked either way and that's what's important and I think that um I think sometimes it could be a good look you know who I'm very attracted to is um Kimora this season and she doesn't have eyebrows and I'm, I don't even and I and I'm just still very attracted She's to her and boy but what was I going to say? Um, it is so much work. It's crazy how much work it is to get in drag. I really do respect everyone who does that. Um, and how did you, dare I ask, like, how did you learn how to do everything? Yeah, how did you learn to paint? Um, I always really liked makeup. In college, I was very interested in, like, me and my friends would always go out to a club and go out as, like, club kids in, like, crazy, weird makeup. And so I always had, like, a fun flirtation with it and then <laughs> i did a cruise ship contract and i like started playing with drag makeup and then i just got back to new york city after i did that contract and just like played with makeup and was like okay i guess this is it and you just learn along the way like you see somebody else do something now we live in like mm -hmm. the age of youtube where you yeah. can truly just be like okay she uses this exact product in this exact way let me mm -hmm. do the exact same thing and voila it comes out so yeah. like surprise it works so <laughs> yeah, yeah. It seems like that's how a lot of people learn. It's so funny that we're talking about you, Duke, because you and your boy hair and full face is very definitely giving us some small element of um, James Charles. Two <laughs> <laughs> sisters. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, who I always. What's he up to? I have a brain disease. I forget if I've talked about this on the podcast, but I have a serious, serious, serious brain disease where whenever I want to say James Charles, I say Charles Rogers because it's. Cause oh yeah, you have. Which is funny because they're in just such different spaces. So it's just <laughs> very different spaces. Oh my god! My episode of um, of um, what's it called? Seek search, search party. party. My episode of search, seek treatment. Seek search. <laughs> seek search. Oh yeah. My episode. But it comes out today. My episode. Of, <laughs> my episode of search party comes out today. But I don't want to watch oh it yet because I'm behind on. I, I, I'm behind a full season. I'm very behind. Party. But I love that show, and everyone go Horror. watch. Charles Rogers is Everybody. one of the smartest, funniest people in Truly. the country, and everyone should run, so not walk, funny. and binge the entirety of search party on um, HBO Max. Ultimately. Okay, y'all, you know what's so, so crazy? I heard a rumor that Me Undies have released their V-Day collection in undies, loungewear, and more, which means ding, 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 you and your Valentine can match throughout this crazy thing we call life. Show that special someone how much you care and say those three words everyone wants to hear. Match my undies. 
And if you're single, no problem. Seriously, no judgment. Show yourself some love and something that makes you feel amazing because you deserve that. I can't even stress enough the confidence I gain in the boudoir when I'm wearing actually a chic pair of underwear. It can really change your experience, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. I'm talking, of course, about the famous love act called sex and for me with the underwear I use when I engage in that activity is truly important and MeUndies does the trick and for me it's like yes I'm obviously a sex goddess but MeUndies is also great for just like relaxing chilling reading a book in bed kicking back in your little undies and I love MeUndies because they're made with sustainable breathable softer than soft fabric and are available in a range of sizes, which we fucking love, from extra small to 4XL. And MeUndies membership gives you and your boo a new pair of undies or socks every month. Members get discounted pricing on everything MeUndies makes, as well as early access to major print launches. So MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. And so MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. So what I would actually have to say would be that for you to get your 15% off on your first order and free shipping, what I want you to go to is actually meundies.com slash seek treatment. That's meundies.com slash seek treatment. I love these forking underwear guys. (laughs) Can I add something? Yeah. Do you really know what's in your multivitamin? Sugars, GMOs, synthetic fillers, artificial colorants, not to mention animal byproducts like sheep's wool and gelatin from hooves and hides are all ingredients that you might find in a multivitamin. But Pat, ritual isn't your typical multivitamin. Well, you can say that again. Ritual's clean, vegan-friendly formula is made with key nutrients in forms your body can actually use. No shady extras, if you catch my meaning. I catch your meaning so intensely. You know, I just got my cute little bottle of Ritual. It's so chic, these gorgeous little pills. You pop them in, you feel like you're doing something good for your body. I refuse to exercise, I refuse to eat healthy. The least I can do is pop in a little vitamin. Right, you know, we're, I'm kind of on an eternal quest to feel awake or have even one single second of energy. And I think that <laughs> having some kind of vitamin is helpful for me um, to feel alive, to feel able to engage with my, for lack of a better word, life, and um, to just kind of get out of a little thing I call my bed in the morning. Yeah, well, because Ritual is so great for that because it's the multivitamin reimagined, you know? It's formulated with key nutrients, including vitamin D3, to help fill gaps in the diet. Their fresh-tasting, delayed-release capsules are designed to dissolve later. In less sensitive areas of the stomach, so you can take them with or without food, which is good because I'm addicted to intermittent fasting, apparently. Mm-hmm. And Ritual is made traceable, which is actually trademarked. And that means you'll always know where your nutrients come from thanks to Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain, which is actually really helpful. And you know what? For me, actually, the best part is that um, you're, with Ritual, your multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with free shipping. Um, always. So you can start, snooze, or cancel your subscription at any time. And if you don't love Ritual within your first month, they'll actually um, refund your first order. 
So y'all check out Ritual. You deserve to know what's in your multivitamin, okay? That's why Ritual is offering my listeners, our listeners, 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash seek treatment to start your ritual today. That's ritual.com slash seek treatment to start your ritual today. Now, Jan, back to drag. Like I picture like my big question is like is your apartment do you have like a separate room for all your stuff like i'm like where do we is there a glamour room like i'm just like thinking of all the gorgeous items you must have and where do, how do you keep them so that's basically where my um all of my issues in my life lie right now i yeah. got this like fun apartment like i love it it has like a nice view and like it's like what i've wanted for a while yeah but also when i got it like last October or two Octobers ago, I didn't realize that I would be doing drag from my living room. So I do have um, a cozy one bedroom um, with all of my drag in every single closet, like above my fridge, above my stove and my microwave. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I keep it pretty clean for the most part. But I'm definitely moving and getting a two bedroom because yes. I I can't I just yeah can't. it's, well, it's everywhere crazy. it's everywhere I want like a ten bedroom my There's um no space. my boyfriend <sighs> does not do as much drag as you by a long shot but even just the drag he does truly takes over um truly takes over space do you, do you live-, live with your boyfriend Jan yeah oh. me and my boyfriend live together oh okay what does he do can I oh, Where he's is he musical right now? theater he's an actor yeah, yeah yeah he does work in musical theater that's like where he's going to like like what he does and That's what he, he yeah. ultimately do yeah. right but now he works for um a company do you guys know like the theraguns oh. yes oh my I'm god obsessed. i'm obsessed yeah, he with works those. for theragun he works for theragun wait can he get us friends and family can he get us friends and family can he get us friends and family <laughs> theragun is such a big part of my i life. don't know but um <laughs> i can certainly ask okay now you're acting like you don't know your boyfriend <laughs> Okay, um, now you're single all of a sudden. The second one, the second one, you've never met the guy in your life. Um, <laughs> so we went from C to O, and um, <laughs> yeah, in a short time. We love the OC. Um, my boyfriend just got one for um, the holidays, oh, and cool. it feels so good. Uh, oh it's my god, lovely. Wait, and so when you came, well, I guess we'll just do who are you, who are you, who are you? Because yeah. I have so many questions are, about your past. Who, me too. I want to know who. How'd you get yeah. here? So who are you? Who are you? And who do you want to be, Jan? Who was I? I went to an all boys Catholic school and Can I ask yeah. the name of it? CBA? Yeah. I know it from running. They're good yes! they're good at, we're, they're good at cross the, country program, yeah. So good. So good at cross country. That was Christian Boys thing. Academy, it's called, right? Or Catholic Boys Academy? Christian Brothers Academy. Christian yeah. Brothers Academy, yeah, yeah. And my I, friend knows that school from running. How yeah. was that how was it being gay in all boys? Because I'd imagine everyone calls each other gay as a famous insult. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. CB gay is it was the <laughs> ultimate. Yeah. Um, it was weird because I played soccer a lot too. I was like the kid. That oh my just god. Did, yeah, I dabbled in everything. I played soccer for like 13 years of my young young life, and then I transitioned into musical theater, and so I was kind of doing both at mm. this school. But I played soccer, so everyone was kind of like, oh well. And I wasn't out uh, yeah. either, like you were for not- the first couple years. You weren't George Osiwa at this point. You weren't point. ten years old. <laughs> no, I did. Born This Way had not come out, so ultimately <laughs> I couldn't either. It's impossible <laughs> to come out before Born This Way was on the the airwaves. Exactly. <laughs> um. So I did. Like people liked me and respected me because they were like, "Oh, 
he's athletic, so he's yeah. fine. But you have to like him by law. Exactly. But then I started doing theater at school and everyone was like, whoa. And so it was a, a pretty divided. Yeah. But it wasn't were, really bad for me. You were kind of living a lifestyle of Troy from um, High School Musical as someone who was definitely playing a sport and definitely going mm. to championships, but I, also auditioning. I do call myself the Troy Bolton of drag, and I <laughs> I love that you're making the parallels. Yeah, there's a huge parallel. Yeah, um, you being you being gay, soccer, and Catholic is very Pat Regan vibe. Yeah, except that I wasn't good at soccer, unfortunately. But sometimes but I was. You're, good. You're, but you had a, an absurd, uh, an intense fascination with soccer girls. Um, no, uh, yeah, soccer girls and really lacrosse girls were kind of sought, sorry, the sought sorry. after I girls. Miss, in I misspoke and I'm mortified. And I will give a shout out once girl. again to my favorite lacrosse girl, Catherine Robbins, who does listen to the podcast, and of course shout her, out, her younger sister, hey. who is more than anything my mentor, Trish Robbins. Shout out to those two girls. <laughs> um, now, because you're at school and you're doing soccer, and then you're like, I'm gonna do musical theater, and you're secretly gay. Don't forget yeah. that part. Don't forget that part, Catherine. One of the most important parts of. Sorry, any I didn't story. mean to. I didn't mean to make you boy erase. <laughs> <laughs> um, when did you co? Um, my junior year, I started seeing somebody who was like my best friend at the oh. time. Oh my god! And hot. he was straight so hot. Straight <gasps> went to a different school. <gasps> would like pick me up like in his honda civic and everyone and and the rumor mill was flying because i was getting picked up by a boy at school and we uh-huh. were leaving in, in his, his honda, honda civic. civic yeah exactly <laughs> and that honda civic got lots of action um, oh my god in my young life and i was like it was it was so thrilling to me because i was like yeah i'm dating this like kind of straight guy who I've been friends with for a while, who I had like a crush on this whole summer. We were ultimately doing High School Musical um, and that's how we met. And so just big, big in my life. Um, Wow. Yeah. And then I kind of like came out and that didn't last or anything. We weren't even like boyfriends. It was just a fling. And, but that's kind of how people knew. And so Mm -hmm. I was just like, here I am. And it was yes. wonderful advertising for me, to be honest. Um, because right then, what? No, I right. question. As someone who was always like desperately wishing that would happen towards me, like for it to kind of happen with this, like one of these straight boys around me, like how does that happen the first time when it's like they're straight, you're purporting to be straight, and it's like all of a sudden we're kissing? Like how is that happening? You know what I mean? What was I doing wrong? I don't, it was weird. It was right place, right time for me. Mm-hmm. And it just, he was just somebody that was interested in me, I guess. And we were just, we were so close as friends anyways. And I was kind of like, I always had a crush on him, but I really didn't know that he was gay. And then he was just started flirting with me at the end of the show. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, cool. Come over. Let's have a sleepover. And it was, it was like very that. Wow. Wow. Where, do you yeah. know he is? Are you still, do you keep in touch with him? No, I don't. Um, but it's not like bad or anything. I like I I don't even know what he's doing right now, honestly. I know that he lives in LA and that's cool. about all I know. Okay, so he's yeah. driving, he's killing okay. it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. If you're in LA, you're making it happen. And then where did you, you know, go to college? But you know what I want to say really quickly? Yeah. You just you Jan, you just unlocked a memory for me, which was the one person who liked me at all in high school. Because famously, I was never kissed. No one cared if I lived or died. But I did a, <laughs> you reminded me because I did like a, a you know, a, a, I did a musical outside of school. And I okay. met this guy at that thing. 
and we were really flirty and I was like, does he like me? But he had a girlfriend. Mm. And even though he had a girlfriend, he took me on a date. He took me out to get sushi and we got sushi, but we never kissed. And that's kind of the story I wanted to tell. So I remembered him. You unlocked him for me. Getting Thank sushi you. on a date in high school to me is very like Laguna Beach season two, if that makes any sense. Like, yeah, I wasn't thousand percent. Like, I don't even know if that happened in Laguna Beach season two, but it was like that wasn't something that was happening in my high school. Like, people going on dates to get sushi, but then you would watch Laguna Beach season two and see like there is that world out there where there are these kids doing that, right? And we definitely did that. And I, I wish him the best wherever he is. Nothing ever happened with us. Um, and that's it. Sending him love and light, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe he's in LA even with Jans. Whoa. <laughs> I think he probably knows your if he's in LA he definitely knows your ex. <laughs> right, your right. One hundred. One hundred percent. We've officially decided that he's on the record oh. an ex, an official ex of yours, by the way. Absolutely. Okay. Um the count's going up. Then <laughs> Wait, how many boyfriends have you had? No offense. But I wanna know. I've had three serious <gasps> and one and one not serious. That was like a two-week fling. And then that guy. So maybe maybe five. Wow. That's incredible. That used to be my lucky number. Wow. That used to be my friend's lucky number. When I was waiting for the bathtub to fill up, I would count um, to five five times. Looking back, maybe kind of OCD vibes, which I'm now in therapy for. Um, Wait, do you know that I have a a complex relationship with the... um, with the concept of lucky numbers because in my school um you would there would be like a you have to sell wrapping paper like once a year for like a drive mm-hmm. and the more for like a priest or it's always like for a priest it, it was sure. for like no basically we would have someone come to our we'd all go into the gym sit in the gym uh cross-legged and this person would come in from like the wrapping paper company and they'd be like if you sell <laughs> three rolls you get this and it'd be like an eagle that like sat on your finger kind of and they're like if you sell four rolls then you get this and it'd be like a squishy ball and we'd be like yes <laughs> and so if we sold a certain amount of rolls we got a golden bracelet that had a number a four digit number on it and it was Hermes it was yeah, yes and if um if and then at the end of each day, the principal would come on the loudspeaker and read off one four-digit number. And if it was yours, you actually went down to the office and got a bag of peanut M and M's. And um, <laughs> and I, my number was one six six six, and I won three times. The school is five hundred kids. Okay, first through eight, I won three times. It was crazy. Everyone's like, "What?" No one could believe it. And so from that time, like, I'm gonna my, take you to Vegas, baby. My lucky number was one six six six. But then people would be like, "You know, six 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 is the devil's number." And I'd be like, "Okay, well, it's lucky for me." Like, you know what I mean? And it was this mm. kind of strange, like, so, back yeah. and forth that needed to happen every time. Some might say you're making deals with the number, and I. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the proof is in the pudding. <laughs> go with the devil. Literally, go with the devil when you can, when it's an option for you. Um, and so, when did so you moved to? So you went to college. Did you go to like theater college? Yes. So that guy basically that I was seeing was like, Love "Yeah, I'm going bar. to school for musical theater." And I was like, wait, you can do that? Yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay. Guess this is what I'm doing. Because, like, CVA was very academically driven. And mm-hmm. I was always like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to be an accountant. Um, and <laughs> I ultimately decided that that wasn't for me. And I went to theater school in Boston. There's still time. There's still time. <laughs> there is. <laughs> let me tell you, my dad is an accountant. And I know that there is still time. And um, I, you know what? I <laughs> You know, people are using the Drag Race platform for so many different things, and I think you yeah. can be that girl who goes on the to be like an accountant. accountant. 
push farther into accounting than any queen before. That's use it, my motto. Use it as a huge springboard to become a CBA, a CPA. CPA? Yeah, that's with the it. full circle moment for me. Oh, CPA. yeah. Whenever there's like, with accountants, there's always like a group of terms that to me all mean the same. Like there's like CPAs and there's like actuary and there's accountant. And then there's like, mm. it's like, what is the deal here? And then it's like getting something notarized. And then there's tax guy. Tax guy. I'm a tax guy. Right. My tax guy is going to handle that. I, yeah, that's people what, love to say they're a tax say. guy. Right now, my mom helps me with my taxes. It's so confusing. Whenever she wants to talk about it, I like just ignore her calls. I am. Um, <laughs> my, my taxes this year are going to be confusing, I think. I finally, yeah, whatever. I want to talk about my taxes. Okay, so Jan, so you went to theater college. Where? I went to Boston Conservatory. Oh, that's where okay, I so Jackson like, went. Do you know that? I do. Oh, okay, cool. Wait, did. That's like an intense yeah. place, right? Uh huh. Yeah, it it was it's definitely an intense place that I um really did not put all of my focus into when I was there. Um <laughs> but definitely enjoyed my experience. Yeah. Do you like Boston? And then- I love Boston. I would live really? I love it. The only thing that I don't like about it that I've come to love in my older years is like the nightlife. Like, there's just nothing really there, but, like, the restaurants and, like, the garden and the streets and just the overall atmosphere that I get from that place is super... I mean, it's also very nostalgic for me, so I I really do love it, but I I loved it when I was there, for sure. Yeah, I did did a show there once. I liked it. My friend did a show there once. Did you move to New York right after graduation to hit to make it on Broadway? No. when Well, kind of, but... So I basically lived in New Jersey with my parents because I was like, I'm going to just do this for a couple of months and just see what happens. Yeah. And then I booked that cruise ship. Oh. And then I came back, lived in New York. But well, I lived in New Jersey still with my parents, but was starting drag. Yeah. And then I moved to New York once it became like a full time thing. Wow. Oh, How long did it take you for drag to become like a full time thing? Um, About... I would say maybe a year and a half because I wasn't really doing it when I started. I wasn't really doing it, doing it like I was like, I was using my boy name. I was like Charlie Mantione as Kris Jenner. I was going to ask for like (laughs) the first like six months of my drag career doing like one offs here and there. And it's literally just me reciting Kris Jenner monologues singing children will listen. <laughs> I, I and... would pay so much money to you should go on tour doing that right you now. I would literally pay $1,000 to watch you recite a Kris Jenner monologue. I have a one woman show called I Am Chris, like kind of a spoof on I Am Kate. Uh-huh. Um, and it, it, I do have it, but she hasn't she hasn't seen the light of day in so long. Maybe I'll bring her back out. You should bring, bring her, her back. back. The second this pandemic, the second we all get the shot, you should be. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like hell as a drag queen to not be able to do live? The horrible, yeah, horrible. Oh. Like when you said "Welcome to the virtual stage," I was like, "How are you? You logged off." Um, I'm getting in drag every day, which is like distracting me um, yeah. <laughs> ultimately. But I, I. I've just gone through so like I mean we've all gone through so much with realizing what we've missed out on this year and like yeah. how things mm-hmm. have been different. And now I'm just like okay, it seems like things might be going in a better direction for yeah. 2021. So yes. nothing to worry about right now. Um, fingers crossed that it all goes to plan. But <laughs> I'm kind of just like waiting it out. Like, yeah, it, it was, it's all you it was, do. Yeah, yeah. It was shitty, like, in 2020. God, but 2021 is a new year. So, and how has it been for your relationship, like, being in core together? 
It's honestly been fine. We don't argue. Like I could probably count on my hands the amount of times that we argued in mm. our entire relationship, which is great. Um, but it, also with that comes like, we do have really strong communication and we're always communicating like how we feel with each other yeah. and doing drag in the house all the time. Like, it's not like a Kimura situation where he's like, put it in storage, uh, yeah. I never <laughs> yeah. want to see it. Um, but it's very like, you know. Taxing. Uh, what, what, yeah, it, it's just taxing because he ultimately ends up becoming my assistant basically yeah. and that's like not his job and and and, yeah, and I know that not. but I'm like I need help <laughs> so I'm like so yes. it, it's but we've we've had we have a really good balance with it now which is awesome yeah I've I my boyfriend has been doing a little drag and I and I can relate to your boyfriend in that way where it is like just crazy how much work it is and then how many kind of extra hands you need and it's like Jesus forking Christ <laughs> it's so much I, work yeah and but it it's gets so really hot. Like, it must be so rewarding, though, to see someone, like, it must be so rewarding to, like, nail the transfer. Like, you've been so industrious with their January, and, like, all those looks are so Thanks. cool. That must be so rewarding to, like, it's see. It's amazing. Because it takes so much work, Thanks. and then to have such, like, an incredible, like, illusion is so... I love the cracked one so much. I look at it all the time. Thank you. I, it was. It's just weird because I decided to, that I wanted to do it. I, it's been something that I've been toying around with for years, and I was like, "Let me just fucking do it." Because there's not going to be another time when I have literally nothing else I to know. do but sit my ass down on my kitchen table and paint my face and turn my whole fucking living room into a studio. Yeah, so, yeah. It, it love, is cool. My two favorites are cr- both pink, cracked, and brats. I love the brats. One brats well. was so good. Thanks. It's yes, weird. I never, I'm, y'all, I was so bad with makeup, like bad, 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 bad. Like when I saw that picture of Angelo, I was like, oh my God, she's gorgeous. And I was like, how, how did she do that so quickly? Oh my God. Yeah. She's also like, um, been YouTube, like trained YouTube. She went to the YouTube, uh, Does Academy. Angelo have a drag name? Um, he does. I'm always like, I'm always like, how much should I be saying? But right, we can always edit I'll, it let, out. I'll let him tell but me. But as of right now, it's Gina T. Oh, love. Which is his huh. cousin who it's has named after his cousin. His cousin who has the same ass as me, famously. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> he has. He is like from a very Italian family, and there are multiple Ginas in his family. So you have to be Gina, and then like your last initial. Um, I love so it. There's like Gina T, Gina B, and his drag name is Gina T as of right now. Love it. J'adore. J'adore. And then who are you now, Jan? Yeah, who is this girl that sits before me on Zoom.com? And the other thing is, I'm so glad you said you're, um, I'm so glad you said your full boy name because it's like, it is such an interesting also aspect of like the celebrity of a drag queen in that like, we all know you by this like, by this one name. And then it's like, it's such a, is it a strange experience? But who's, yeah, it's like, who's Charlie? Yeah. (laughs) Well, (laughs) and that's what I'm in therapy for. Um, (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Ultimately, right Everyone now, I'll go around and say what you're in therapy for. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, right now, I'm just basically like I just got done with doing season 12, and it's fun to watch another season of like season 13 happening yeah. and mm-hmm. like kind of be out of the spotlight per se. And I realized when I was on the show how much my personality is based off of this tv show and all the people and characters because it's yeah. something that i do love so much but now i'm like okay what else interests me and what else is my humor mm-hmm. and what else like 
can I relate with people to that's not just drag race? Yeah. And it's been fun because I've kind of had to take this time to look at myself in the mirror, which I'm often doing, but like, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, you know, um, just finding out what I want to do besides, like not even besides drag, like I'm going to keep doing drag, but what it all means ultimately underneath. And I think I'm just like, I love entertaining and I love performing. And that's just, what I, I love making people smile with what I'm doing, whether that's being on stage or doing makeup or posting a different look every day. And I'm just like settling into to that where I don't need to do it for other people. I do like entertaining, but I like entertaining for myself. Totally. And I realized that that's the most important thing because if I'm doing it to just please other people, I'm never going to be satisfied or happy. So I'm doing this mm. January thing because I'm like, I wanted to do something for myself that I've always wanted to do, stick it out, do a, like really stick to a goal. And I'm like loving it. And I'm super happy that I'm having those realizations where I'm like, this is what I want to do. And this is how I'm going to do it. I also think it's cool where it seems to be in this place where like, you know people are real it's like really being pushed in terms of like the different sort of places that can be taken you know what i mean like i feel like maybe i mean i don't know because i'm i also am like very new to like even being a fan of drag i didn't watch drag race until the beginning of quarantine and then got like very into it but um you know it feels like there's it's like there's obviously like drag shows and like you can do like tours and stuff like that but it also seems like there's so many people that are doing it in like in other like creative avenues in a really cool way Right. And I always think that drag is something that is always kind of at the forefront of the queer community in a way. Yeah. And I'm it's like exciting to see other queens do music and TV shows. And that's yeah. not mm -hmm. just drag race and write books and do all these things and the, like go into this uncharted territory. It's it's exciting to see. And I want to I want to start doing things like that, too, which yeah. is cool. Perfect segue for who do you want to be? <laughs> <laughs> well, you've, you've really painted yourself into a corner now, Jen, because you're going to have to go ahead and oh, tell, us tell us who you want to be. Wow. The ultimate question. Um, I I just, I want to be, uh, this year I really want to focus on doing music. I really would love to be um, pop star Your voice vibes. is fucking Crazy. So your voice you. is crazy. Oh, I, I saw you, you live. You need. I need your pop album. I saw Thank you live you. on my birth. I saw you live, live on my. Yes. Birth oh my god. In a mall parking lot right. on Long Island. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. With backstage Macy's. I <laughs> yes. Lost yes. my mind. It was actually the perfect That's... birthday because we we went into the mall for like one second and then we like just sat in the and we like there was like food trucks and we just watched and it was so funny there were yeah and um but you guys were so good I, I don't think I had seen the other Stephanie's Child girls before that mm -hmm. and it was such a good it was like my one of my favorite acts of the day cool well thanks yeah no that that was so much fun yeah we're, we're focusing on stuff with the group and we're trying to I mean we're we it's not we're trying we are putting together an EP and then I'm doing stuff on my own as well so just a lot of music but that's ultimately i guess who i want to be i really just want to be on fucking stage or like mm -hmm. on tv <laughs> like I, yeah totally I, I love entertaining Same. i'm also so into real housewives right now <laughs> oh good. I'm all, okay i would love i i just i also want to be on a tv show where i'm not like worried about competing like where i'm just existing and i can mm -hmm. cause drama because totally. ultimately i am a gemini i'm a messy bitch <laughs> and i i would love to just stir up some 
controversy on yes. a TV show. And ultimately, those women are competing. You know what I mean? There's no crown yes. at the end of it, but they're in a desperate competition, and there are winners and losers. And it's just that. Um, and what 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 cities are you watching? Right? Or what's your what what are your what's your gambit sort of? I love. I grew up like loving New Jersey, like in high school, mm-hmm. college. I kind of fell off it a little bit. We all went through that journey with with Jersey. Yeah. Right now, I am currently only watch well i i'm watching salt lake but i'm a couple episodes behind and Same. i like it yeah but um i'm addicted to potomac yeah. i think those women are the best it's my favorite one by far it's potomac really has come in like I, I remember like the first season i watched potomac and i was like i'm not obsessed with this i can't like and then the second season i was like i'll give it another chance and i was like still and uh, and i'm like usually the second season's bad then it's like dead on arrival and sure. then and then they start picking up steam and like the past two seasons have been so good and it's been like um and i've been even as someone who's like loved house house my whole life like i've been getting fatigued with almost every city to the point of like mm. i just haven't seen the last three episodes of salt lake city which is so unlike me like i'm behind on atlanta which is so unlike me but potomac was the one where i was like i was like looking forward to it every sunday and like um it was just so real and i mean i think that i have a theory that sort of every city builds up uh in darkness until it gets to one season that's like the darkest it could ever be and it's at its like <laughs> darkest and best and then it like goes over the edge and it's like too much but like still good and i think right. i think that potomac is at that pinnacle right now where it's like so dark but so fascinating what's happening on it i don't watch it so i'm i'm about to catch up on five i'm like watching five because i didn't watch, oh i didn't i didn't start watching the show until a month ago yeah on every single episode absolutely addicted yeah i basically right now from what i know I, I, all i know is that monique and candace are gonna get into it which is ultimately sad for me because i'm i love monique me too um and i don't know how i'm gonna feel about and I'm kind of nervous to watch the season honestly like I haven't I, I would normally watch like episodes a day and I'm like I don't I don't want to fall out of love with Monique yes well what I will say is I have not fallen out of love with Monique I think that I always say like watching Housewives like I can be on your side and if when it's one versus another I, just because I'm on your side does not mean I think you're right at all you know what I mean like it means I like you better and so like I want you to win this fight but I also think that you've done a wrong thing here um, I, I went through that a lot with Bethany over the course of our relationship and I sure. definitely <laughs> experienced it with Monique this season but I mean it just is just something it's just so interesting it feels very real it feels not produced it feels um, it feels it's, a, it's more interesting when you can't tell exactly whose side you're on you know what I mean when you have those conflicted right. feelings but there's one that's like okay you're the good one and you're the villain it's like a little more boring you know what I mean and ultimately the the like craziest part about Potomac to me is all of the stuff on season four that happened with Ashley Darby's husband. Yeah, like, well, that, that what happened? What happened? He's, okay. he's just always. What happened with Ashley Darby's husband? He's just always <laughs> like you know I as someone who you know is gay. I think like maybe if someone thinks you're gay, it's like okay maybe they're wrong. But if there's like multiple situations where several people are like you were gay towards me, and then like um then usually would go there smokers fire. But that that comes up again this season actually, and it comes up again in so the reunion. So her husband's gay. Her husband, I think, is like pan is horny. Her husband ultimately identifies as horny, I think, and will he strikes me as a whole as a whole kind of guy, if you know what I mean. He's, Aust- he's Australian, and I think that that's a big say part. no more. Yeah, it, I, yeah, I, it's a huge piece of the puzzle. Yeah, sure. 
uh, for all the Australian listeners out there, hello. I love Australian uh, listeners. I was supposed to go there, and yet here we are. I'm kind of not there, am I? I would love to go to Australia. Not, I'm not in Australia at all right now. I don't think that I am either, but maybe I am, and I just don't I'm realize that. I'm dying to get there. Shout out to Australians. You know, Ashley's so, also someone who... It's also interesting when you can start out really... Like, I really, really, really disliked Ashley and Karen in the beginning of Potomac. And sure. it's interesting when you you start to like ones you used to... Like, I, I really respect... Karen and Ashley now in a way that I didn't used to. Robin's my forever number one for no real reason other than I just connect with her. I love her. I love yeah. Robin. I love Giselle. I I'm up. I think Karen and Monique are my favorites. Yeah. But Karen is like, Karen's a real housewife. You know yes. what I mean? Karen yeah. Huger is a real housewife, and <laughs> that's why I love her. Cause like she's the grand dame. <laughs> there was um oh my god there was a woman um, when I when I got sober there was a woman kind of in my recovery community who was like you know it was I was around a lot of kind of like middle aged people getting sober in the suburbs and uh, this one woman her whole thing was always being like listen you know I wasn't that bad okay like sure you know what I would wake up at four a.m. get my daughter to ice skate. And then I would come home, clean the house, and yeah, by the end I would have a bunch of glass, a bunch of wine, and watch my Real Housewives, and I was all set. And um, so finally, <laughs> like, but I was, amazing. I was also trying to always connect with these people. So I was like, okay, maybe this woman who uh, is annoying towards me, but like maybe I can connect with her over there. So I was like, oh, you love Housewives, right? And she was like, only Jersey. They're the only ones who are actual housewives. And I was like, oh, oh so he, he didn't like any of the other cities because like they had jobs. She didn't want them to have jobs. I was like, I, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's like a little dark. Wild. I miss her in a way. Um, but Jersey is a is a city that I think for me they lost me during the twins. They lost a lot of people during the twins, and that's the one. What the, happened with twins? There's just these two. There was one season where like programs. yes, I'm sorry. All right, Kat, what do I Kat, watch? I'm like, what do I? Yeah. Care <laughs> you watch yeah, Love Kat, Island. What, what do you? One watch? time someone asked me. One time someone asked me like what my hobby was, and I was like. Stewing, being emotional. Um, you no, watch Love I, I Island. Actually, I watched all seasons of Love Island. Yeah. Okay, I do you? I watched, I watched. I think one of them. Um, <laughs> and so that's all I can. So no, yeah, yeah. What, what, <laughs> so no. I'm kind of like, what but city wait. was it? Um, I mean, what city of Love yeah. Island was it? <laughs> wait, I'm curious about everyone's crush of the week, though. Are you? Are are you? Well, I'm going to need a second. Mm. I'm going to need a moment to think about my crushes of the week are very colored by this fact that like I am watching like um, <laughs> the entirety of like the challenge canon right now. You know, how my crush of the week is, <laughs> is Leroy from the challenge It's like literally <laughs> one of the hottest people in the in the world, actually. And um, and I met him in person once in San Francisco. And I'll always remember that. And he's one of the few people that's actually was on the real world that's still doing challenges. And I really respect those people. And um, yeah, he's just and I and I'm because I he's still on it so I'm watching him in the current season, but then also like because I'm watching old seasons, I just watched his first season. Um, and yeah, I'm very very attracted to Leroy from the second Real World Las Vegas, which yes, a girl from my college was on. And wow. <laughs> wasn't she at a live show once? Just to address the rumors, yes, a girl from my college <laughs> was on the second Real World Las Vegas, and yes, she did come in early when someone got kicked out for punching someone. Thanks um, for clearing whoa. that up. Yeah. Um, and then what's so, yeah, th- th- that's a huge insight I have into the entertainment industry is that my, a girl from my college was on the real world the year after <laughs> you graduated. And um, it's all about who you know. It's, it's all, all about, who you, know. about who you know. And I worked that connection. You have to work your connections. <laughs> and that's how I landed. Network. That's how you landed this podcast. Um, <laughs> but um, Congrats. So Leroy. My question is Leroy. Work. 
I think my crush of the week is um, actor star sensation Henry Golding, um, who I am addicted to from Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, yes. yes, And many other movies. Wasn't he in... uh, Yes, he's so hot. Wait, I want to make sure I saw this movie. Wasn't he in the one where Amelia Clark, the Christmas movie... Okay, I randomly loved that because I saw it when I was really, really depressed, and I was like, "This is what I needed." Sure. <laughs> Wait, what movie? I forget. It's, it's like called, what's it called? Last Christmas, maybe. Last, yeah, oh. it's, really, it's one of those weird ones where, like, halfway through, you find out like she has something like medical wrong with her. That's and like, like in the oh, Family okay. Stone when, like, literally, like in the last twenty minutes, like becomes about camps. Oh yeah, that movie's so good though. It gave me yeah, it gave me serious Hallmark vibes. I did not watch all of, all of it. But it's sad to me because I, it's one of those things where I set up an unrealistic expectation for like one of my favorite actors and probably one of my favorite actresses to come together and like create mm-hmm. something that I thought would cure. Like when you're like, I watched this when I had depression, I thought it would cure mine. Yeah, and right. it and it ultimately didn't for me. Well, um, let me paint one of the darkest pictures in the world. I had just gotten vocal cord surgery, so I couldn't speak. Oh my and God. I was I went alone to the theater at night to see last christmas and i couldn't wow. and i was like i was like saw so, i was literally sobbing <laughs> because like she i she love had, like, heart surgery. she had heart surgery and i was like that's just like what i had which was like <laughs> an inpatient that's what like, it was relatable <laughs> one week <laughs> that's what I, had. I cannot wait until everyone gets the shot and i can go to the movies by myself at two o'clock oh. p.m eastern standard time popcorn and watch and a M&Ms, terrible movie popcorn oh. and when you mix it up, it tastes so good. Pop now for me, Diet Coke and, and, and Bunch of Crunch. Diet Coke. Diet Coke. I'm a cookie dough girl. Oh, cookie see, I am actually am I. I have never connected with cookie dough very much, but whether it be really? ice cream or whether it be normal. Yeah, yeah what are I your like favorite cookies. Foods? Of course, I like cookies. No, I prefer the dough. What? I said I prefer the dough foods? to the cookies, and I said, "What are your favorite foods?" I love Italian food. Mm-hmm. Are you Italian? It's just. Mm-hmm. I'm Italian Armenian and I love Italian food. I love Mexican food. I'm really addicted to sushi right now. I gotta be honest. Wow. Laguna Ooh. Beach too. Laguna Beach season two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you guys? What about um, you guys? I love I had like so a... much sushi when I was home that I threw up. I am. Um, I loved it so much. I don't know. So I love good. sushi so much. I love like, um, I love penny alla vodka. I love like a pepperoni pizza. And then right now my food that I eat like literally twice a day is a bowl of cereal with um, a banana and um, peanut a peanut butter inside of that it. Sounds floating so good. like an iceberg. Yeah, it's it wait. Do really you know what my crush of the so week good. is? My crush of the week is whitefish salad. Oh, I don't think I would like that at all. Oh my god, it is so divine and so decadent. And I there's this gorgeous little fish market next to where I'm staying right now. I walked over there. I said, "Give me a little bit of the whitefish salad." Took it home, chopped up some cherry tomatoes, a little bit of avocado with the whitefish salad. It's de- it's so delish. That's my crush of the week, whitefish salad. It sounds refreshing. The me. taste of fish makes me feel bad. Like, it makes me feel <laughs> unsure of anything. It makes me feel fresh, and it makes me feel like I can do anything. It Absolutely. Me f- the taste of fish makes me feel like something's very, very wrong. So that can go in our Venn diagram. The taste of fish makes you feel like something's wrong. It makes me, makes me feel like you can't do anything. It makes me feel like I can do everything. Empowered, <laughs> yeah. The taste of fish. Where do you where do you fall on fish, Jan? Love, absolutely love okay. it. Because you're Italian, and they have that. Yes, they have that. Yeah. In Italian you know what I made for dinner last night? I made um, some local cod. Oh, oh. 
Wow, hold for applause. Oh. I, mean, I actually, I literally feel like y'all are hanging out, and I'm no, like, you're, I left, you're and then I came back, and no, like, no one cared about my like, no cod. Tell us more about your dish. Tell us more about your dish. Tell us more about your dish. How did you prepare it? <laughs> when did you get the idea that this was going to be your night? <laughs> when? How did the plating work? What is Guys, going on with your dish? You no, know, I don't. I don't. I don't need to tell you too much more about my dish. I think I got it all out of my system. I just want to say that it was divine, and I hope to one day be at a dinner party with both of you where I can give you my oh my god a dinner party that's Mm. other I moved into a new apartment during quarantine I'm like desperate to have like an intimate dinner party and it's like your apartment's perfect for that and I can't have anyone over this like poor apartment it's so frustrating people need this people need the shot but um anyways should we do do you feel hot today yeah I think we should I guess I do feel hot today mainly because I feel awake and I'm kind of on this long long arduous quest to feel awake for even one second and um, I think I feel <laughs> awake right now or the closest thing I've felt to awake for years and um, so I embrace that I am um, oh you know what I did um, yesterday Pomodoro technique which you told me about don't you like it literally wrote for 75 minutes easily I mean they're like Wait. they're like and then just do this for 16 hours and then you'll have written and it's like okay I'm not doing it for 16 hours but I did a couple of them what is this it's called the Pomodoro technique that Catherine told me about and it just means that you write for 25 minutes and then take a five minute break but for some reason they treat it like it's a huge like technique and program but it's really writing for 25 minutes and then but if, if the way they talk about it, it makes you think like it's changing your brain to like work in this way oh you really feel like it makes you feel like anything's possible see I haven't Whoa. read about it I just go to that link you sent me and I click start and no I know I know but maybe I brain but you know what I th- you I love being I... in the writer's room yeah we're in a writer's room right now ultimately <laughs> we're blue skying we're blue skying what's that mean how to write when it's like anything goes let's just think of ideas when oh, I write I've never been in a writer's room when I write music this is what I'll do so thank yeah. you mm, <laughs> it's very good I have a song called Pomodoro um, <laughs> <laughs> do you really no but no, like oh, imagine no, but, oh yes yes yes, yes she yes. does now yeah I, I, I will swipe up <laughs> Um. Oh, so I feel hot because I like wrote a lot yesterday. Oh, okay. That is such a good feeling. Yeah. Do you feel hot Except today, Jan? I do feel hot today. I do. I woke up this you look morning. Amazing. Thank you. I even just like out of drag today. I was like, okay, it's not that bad. Like you're doing, you're doing <laughs> fine. Yeah. Like, it's not that. Bad. Yeah. Like you're. Like let's look at the materials. Okay, it's not bad. So yeah. that's where I'm at today. And then I painted, and I was like. I look lovely today. So, yeah. um, <laughs> so, so I'll totally very I look hot. lovely today. <laughs> what I about you? you I'm not feeling hot because a, I, as I mentioned to Pat, I took Benadryl last night, and I feel like it has still, oh like it yeah, not Pat. Like I'm so out of it. Right Whoa! Now. Why are we you not? You know what t- I mean? Let's 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 talk about that. Let's talk Benadryl about that. is insane. I know, but Wait, I love tell it. me, but I never really take it. But I was sneezing a lot, and I knew it would help me sleep, so I took one. Benadryl to me. The first time I took it, I got stung by a wasp and they were like, take Benadryl. You'll not. I slept for 16 hours. I don't <laughs> oh. know what it is about that drug with me, but I am. Wh- when did you take it last night? Yeah, like I took it around like 1130 and I'm still like. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Exhausted. It's like I woke up. Oh my god! And I, w- I had to wake up earlier, even earlier than noon, if you can believe it. And I was just like, oh. I had to do to do another podcast, and I was literally like, <laughs> but um, so I'm not. That's not making me hot. And I also I have to do three self tapes today. Oh my I god! Can't, 
I can't even wrap my brain about, around looking at, at those lines. That right is now. actual hell. Wait, are you gonna have Bri- I, Brian do them? Yeah, Brian's here, but I, I really want to do them because I really want to be an actress, but I'm really tired. So, what do you do when you want to be an actress but you're tired? You, Definitely sound off in the comments, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> God, three self tapes. I did one self tape two days ago, and I'm like, I. I it really crushes <laughs> the spirit. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I feel hot because okay, I actually had a breakthrough in OCD therapy, which was this idea of like. I was kind of talking about how I'm having all these issues with my body image right now. And I was like, I just can't stop thinking about it regardless of what I'm doing. And she was kind of saying like, okay, well, has that helped you feel better in the past? What she said was not groundbreaking, but for some reason it clicked to me. She was like, okay, well, has that made you feel better in the past? And I was like, no. She's like, okay. And I was like, wow, all the thinking about it hasn't changed anything. So like, why can't I just like be a little bit more present? So that's what I'm working on today. Totally. Love that. Set your intention, honey. Yeah, I do. Well, I do um, morning affirmations in the mirror every day now. Absolutely. Oh, really? Isn't it so funny how therapists literally can just say one thing a slightly differently than everybody else on the planet? And you're like, I get it. Yeah, exactly. But you have to be ready to hear it. It has to click at the right time. I'm actually yeah. often not ready to hear. Like, I for I for some reason, like I don't know what I expect of a therapist, but I don't want him to like tell me helpful things. I want. I don't know what I want from him, but like, I'm, whenever he's like, "We well, should try thinking about it this way," I'm like, "Hey, buddy, that's not your job. Like, just do." I don't know what I want him to do, but um, I, for some reason, I'm never open to like thinking of new strategies from a therapist. Sure. Cool. So that's my journey <laughs> with mental health right now. I love that. Yeah. Um, I think it's time for our final sag, as crazy as that sounds. Oh, my God. Wow. And I feel like I'll start because I'm like, because I'm on Benadryl, I'm like, Jan, are you mad at me? Because I've been like half on Benadryl sleep. I am so not mad at you. So not angry. Okay, thank God. Thank God. It's been, it's been such fun to get to be here and see it happening even just live on zoom which i'm sad for everybody else (laughs) at home who doesn't get to experience it but i for those at home i'm laying i'm laying on in such a dramatic no yeah you are leaned over microphone going every which way feeling like you are on a stage (laughs) the virtual stage as we like to call it here welcome to the stage thank you i'm dying to see you live oh my god hopefully soon Catherine, are you mad at me no i'm obsessed i'm so grateful for you for coming on i adore watching your work online and what i'm saying is i'm just dying for us to be back at club coming i'm dying to yes. performing i want you to come do my show i want to have fun with you i want to take a shot of vodka for Absolutely. one <laughs> and I'm just, i couldn't be i couldn't be less mad I, not even close Pat, are you mad at me because I'm on Benadryl? No, absolutely not. I was on um, a sleep aid our last um, episode, right. and I felt like you were mad at me, actually. Mm. So no, if there's never. anything I can do, it's relate and identify. Chat vibes. And um, yeah, I'm not mad at all. I think I'm, I wish you the absolute best with your self-tape journey today. It sounds <laughs> like a true marathon. Um, but every marathon begins with just one step. <laughs> and I would love for you to get that tattooed to yourself somewhere today. And yeah, no, I'm not. Are you mad at me? No, I actually, as soon as I turned, I actually felt like when I turned on my computer to connect with you, you had a really good energy. And I was like, that's rare. It's almost like we know, I think in every relationship, romantic or otherwise, like ours is not really romantic. Wouldn't you agree with that? Pat? I would have to. Uh, it's romantic. But co-sign that. 
Yeah. And so even in every relationship, if someone's down, the other one has to pick up the slack. And you knew that, but without me even telling you that I was on the famous drug Benadryl, <laughs> you, you showed up like a fucking cheerleader, pep in your step, ready to pick my big ass up off the ground. So thank you. And I'm out of you. And Jan, are you mad at me? And I'm, out of you, and I'm, I'm not mad at you, Pat, at oh, literally God. all. Y'all are a kindred. Y'all have lots of like crossover in terms of like where your heart lies. Yeah, there is a lot of crossover here. Can't wait for the crossover episode. Um, I cannot wait. Are you mad at me? Absolutely not. I'm so honored that you came on. I'm so glad to finally, because I feel like I've known you online for a little bit, but I've never got to just pick your brain. Just be yeah. us. And just, just be, be three girls And just be talking, me with you. And talking pod. I'm so glad you took the time to do this. I think you look gorgeous, and I'm a huge fan. Thank you. So I can never be mad Likewise, thank you so much for coming on. Um, where can people find you? What do you want to plug? Um, you can find me on social media at all different handles. I'm on Instagram at janjanjan, <laughs> Twitter. Janjanjan is so powerful. Thank you. I wanted it to be linear across all social media platforms, but uh, apparently nobody from any I didn't get that tech either. company can uh, get back to me on that. Um, so on Twitter, <laughs> I'm at JanSportNYC. Um, and then on TikTok, I'm at JanSportNYC12. Can't believe it's 2021 and I'm plugging my wow. fucking TikTok. How, how I have to go on TikTok. Yeah. Wow. If you guys work at a tech company, please get back to us so Jan could have Jan, Jan, Jan across all platforms. Yes. It's ridiculous. Thank you. I have different. I names. have different. I have different. We're, we're in 2021, like a lot of people do have different and it's okay to be different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's not ideal. It's, <laughs> it's not okay. ideal at all, but it is okay. <laughs> We're beautiful in our way because God makes no mistakes. And all of our socials Absolutely. are beautiful in their way. Thank you, Jam, for making the time for our dumb little podcast. We simply adore you, and we hope to see you IRL soon. Mm. Kisses. Kisses and even hugs. Bye. Bye. You know, we need a new way to end the podcast. I know. Is this, yes, I know. Well, we'll figure because it out. Because... I know. Jan, how do you think we should end our podcast? Mm, uh, <laughs> Bye! Before y'all go, this is so random, but I wrote a book and it comes out today. So Google it and get it from your favorite local bookstore. It's called God, I Feel Modern Tonight. And it's a poetry collection that I wrote from my thoughts. Um, there's funny poems, but also, honestly, some of them are serious, which is vulnerable for me. Vulnerable. And you guys are my family. So check it out. Y'all, this is such a crazy thing to say, and it's obviously mortifying, but literally, if you care about us, please, please, please be sure to rate the pod, leave us a review, and just subscribe and rate. It's not such a crazy thing to do. You have the time. We all do. Yeah, I would say if you want to do that, do that. And if you don't want to do that, like, we're not going to come show up knocking on your doorstep and, like, demand you do it. But if you want to do it, then why don't you do it, is my point. You know, get off the couch eating bonbons and actually rate and subscribe. Oh my God, growing up, literally the phrase my parents used every day. It's not like there's some housewife eating bonbons all day. People love to say they weren't eating bonbons back in the 90s or the aughts even. But has anyone even seen or ever had a bonbon? Well, my whole thing is like, I never thought you were eating bonbons until you like announced you weren't eating bonbons. And now I'm like, methinks thou doth <laughs> protest too much to borrow a phrase from my best friend, Shakespeare. <laughs> okay, I'm jealous of Shakespeare. Treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment.